Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M dot com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit betterhelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp H-E-L-P. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Welcome to the Creep Dive. Welcome. Everyone's here. We're all here. It's Tuesday in your world, but it is several days previously in our world. So don't expect anything too timely, guys. (laughs) Do you know what is somewhat timely? Do tell. How difficult it is to be a vegan. Um, you think you're doing it right and then suddenly oh, you realise you're like, eating parmesan cheese. I was going to say like me and the spice burger. Yeah. Yeah, do you remember fact, when I thought I could be a vegetarian because I thought the spice burger was just battered deep fried stuffing. But, but there's actually a lot of pork involved. So <clears throat> there was a bit of frenzied upset last week. Okay. Because paprika got cancelled. Paprika? <laughs> <laughs> because if you're like me... You were like, ooh, I think in my mind, paprika and saffron became the same. And I imagine No, no, no. Saffron is like the... is like the gold of the food. Yeah, it's like the... It wouldn't be slumming it with a smoked paprika, like. Well, I didn't know, and many didn't know, that all paprika is, is red pepper dust. Yeah. You knew that? Mm Mm-hmm. I absolutely did not. So anyway, everyone was up in a rage about that and enter Parmesan cheese. So Parmesan cheese is made from, would you believe, baby cow stomach. It's fucking 
devastating. Oh yeah, it's not it's not vegetarian or vegan. To be a vegetarian rather. Yeah, it's not that bad. So it's made traditionally from cow's milk for 12 months. It's aged in these copper vats and it's heated up. Other ingredients like whey and rennet are added and it's the rennet bit yeah. that veggies, vegans and anyone freaked out by eating the stomach juices of baby cows. Well, you know vegans wouldn't eat the cheese anyway. You're right. It's only after yeah. the fact now that I've thought of that. <laughs> uh, so, But there's lots of wines as well that are, that not. are using, there's rennet used as well. I really? do not know that rennet was created from kind of... Look, here we have, at the stage of their life, so it's created by obtaining enzymes from the fourth stomach of an unweaned calf. <laughs> Specificity. So, <clears throat> so veal calves, even lamb, or even kids, little baby goats. Very, very interesting, don't you think? The other thing that's interesting is, you could be sitting there as some type of, you know, no harm to animals innocently enough eating vanilla ice cream um, and it'd be the vanilla because oh. vanilla is made I originally the egg you know no, vegans can't eat eggs either I said hang on <laughs> vegans can't eat eggs oh, I'm, whatever yeah wait shit my, I got my facts all messed up in my mind because I was like <laughs> yeah, vanilla would you believe vegans can't eat veal I mean it's ridiculous they'd be innocently going along thinking I'm eating a just ve- veggie friendly meal so why is this veal so, so delicious vanilla <laughs> is from the pod yes but there's another goo that is used in know, vanilla flavouring and oh, that yeah. goo comes from the anal glands of a beaver no <laughs> No, no. Of a lie. no. So they secrete this kind of phlegmy stuff called um, castoreum, and they use it to mark their territory, spray it around the place. Mm. And it's apparently, U.S. Food and Drug Administration consider it generally safe for eating and a good additive that you're you can use. And it's been used for like a hundred years. You lift up the animal's tail, and you get down there, stick your nose into its arse hole around its anus, and you're like, "That is unmistakable. That's mm, vanilla, aromatic. That's the fragrant smell of vanilla." So yeah, so they're kind of they have these castor sacs uh, between their um, pelvis and the base of their tail, very close to the anal glands, and you can milk them, <clears throat> milk them like a molasses comes out. Do you, and like, crank the tail up and down to milk it? <laughs> I imagine you get a gloved hand and two fingers, your thumb and your forefinger. Kind of like milking a cow. And you find that, that the sack. Gland. Mm. And you get, it, you get it. And there you have it. You're absolutely sorted for a vanilla flavour. Absolutely amazing. Just fascinating the lengths people will the things people will try to eat basically isn't it sometimes you're eating salad going who decided this was food (laughs) you you know what I mean you're like this is just leaves (laughs) leaves are everywhere (laughs) Um, I have a really chaotic candidate for creep of the week it's actually um, not this story is like a week old but like let's do it so um, a creep called banana Colleen or Anna it's her first name, but Banana is her nickname on Twitter. And um, sent us this. So I'm going to read the extremely chaotic Daily Mail headline first. Okay, everyone just strap in. Strap on. 
Um, American fugitive Nicholas Rossi. Oh my faked god! His own death. This oh, I have this, this open as my creep of, of the week too. Oh. Well, do you want to take her away? No, you do. Story. You do it. Okay. We'll dip in. I have it's his Wikipedia big, page. Confusing, chaotic story. Come on. So I'm going to give you the headline. So, American fugitive Nicholas Rossi, who faked his own death and fled to UK to avoid rape charges, steams his glasses up with rage as he tells Dateline he can't walk while insisting he's Brit called Arthur Knight. Thank you, Daily Mail, for never burying the lead. My God, their headlines are insane. So that is, so they've got, you know, the usual Daily Mail. After they do the extremely chaotic, confusing headline, we'll give a couple of bullet points. Yep. So their bullet points are, Nicholas Alahaveredian told NBC's Dateline he is not an American accused of rape. How very dare you. Um, he appeared beside his wife and tried to prove that he is unable to walk. Oh, he gosh. is facing extradition no, to the US over easy. accusations he raped a woman in 2008. Not easy. Okay, so the video is so confusing. Uh, I'll play audio from the video in a sec. But basically, um, they believe he's a Rhode Island fugitive who faked his own death and fled to Scotland. Daily Mail has sought fit to include once again that he steamed his glasses up with rage while angrily insisting he is a British name man named Arthur Knight. So um, Nicholas uh, Alahaveridian or Nicholas Rossi, um, he's 35 years old. He um, also during this interview, this video interview at Dateline, theatrically tried to stand uh, pro- to prove that he was unable to walk, which sounds oxymoronic. Um, here, I'll show you I can't walk. Let me just get up here now one sec. Just, I mean, it's easy to prove you can't walk. Exactly. Um, he <laughs> said, right just don't. Yeah. I am not Nicholas Alahaveridian. I do not know. How, I'd say actually the mere fact that he can pronounce that name proves he is Nicholas Alahaveridian. <laughs> but anyway, I am not Nicholas Alahaveridian. I do not know how to make this clearer, he told NBC in a muffled accident, accent. Because, muffled because he was wearing an oxygen mask That's over right. his face and nose. So he was interviewed back in April of last year um, and uh, was he with his English wife at this time? Yeah, in the video he's with the wife. So he um, basically a Scottish judge confirmed that he is Nicholas Rossi, the US born fugitive. But he um, is and so he's currently being held in Scotland uh, jail awaiting extradition proceedings. And then he basically, um, just like last week, failed to appear for a hearing in Edinburgh after an altercation. So he was seen leaving the Edinburgh Sheriff's Court in a wheelchair. And then the extradition extradition was being was postponed until a later date. So the actual crime that he's accused of in America is horrendous. He raped a 21-year-old woman in Utah in 2008. And they haven't gone in. Does anyone get information on what the death faking that he attempted was? Um, yeah, so he had... Um, he had been di- he reported in January 2020 he reported that he'd been diagnosed with non-Hodgkin lymphoma he provided this information to a number of media organizations and insisted that they report on it a person claiming to his to be his widow later stated that his illness had lasted for months and included heart disease and heart attacks according to his family in his obituary Allard of Evelyn succumbed to the disease on February 29th 2020 so the person claiming to be his widow 
said that he would be cremated and his remains scattered at sea. Beautiful. She refused to provide copies of the death certificate to the Providence Journal, which was one of the publications reporting on his death. Mm. Um, So upon his purported death, the WPRI reported that he had emigrated from the United States approximately four years earlier. Someone claiming to be his wife attributed this to security concerns. So... um, Bizarre. Yeah. I thought he had faked his own death like back in 08, like 2008 no, or 2020. So in the interview, he appears um, beside his British wife, Miranda Knight, and basically is like, we were once, we were once a normal, do you want, I want, I want Churchill. you to do Churchill. We were once a normal family, but thanks to the media, our lives have been interrupted. Um, speaking in what sounded like an English accent, he continued, we'd like privacy, I'd like to go back to being a normal husband, but I can't because I can't breathe, I can't walk. Um, and so anyway, in the video, will we do the video and get a yeah. bit of um, audio for this thing? Because he, he was like, right, well, where's your birth cert, Arthur, inverted commas? And he was like, I can't find it. Oh no. Exactly. What do you say to, to someone who believes that, that you are Nicholas Oliverdi? A low blow. Okay. Well, I'm pretty good. (laughs) Frankly, I'm like that poor man. I mean, is that not someone, is that not the most quintessentially I'm going to put on a British accent you've ever heard though? It's what the three of us would do. We went into Churchill mode. He did. And he's dressed like Churchill. Um, He also did basically Google English man picture and dressed accordingly. He's wearing pinstripes. He's wearing a three-piece suit, small spectacles. His hair is combed over and greasy. I'm not saying that's what all English men look like, but let's face it, there is a fair few of you. Three-piece suit is tricky and you'd be breathless in one of them. But hold on, lest we forget the dicky bow, very English. Oh, yeah. Throat constricting and breathing it, obstacles. It, looks it does look very tight very around tight the throat. Color. Yeah. So, but I, I just hear somebody be kind of impassioned, and I think, oh, I'll believe him. I know. I'm, I'm right down the hole with them. But they did say that medical staff and police are able to identify him by comparing his tattoos yeah, with pictures of Rosie's which he tattoos. Refused to show on camera. They were like, forget trying to walk. Just show us your forearms. And he was like, no, I'm not doing it. Yeah, people are like, why don't you just do a DNA test? It's like, yeah, yeah. I don't know how to be any clearer. Okay, just do the test. Just do the test. Two dates. It's a chaotic story. And the part when he tries to stand up and the wife pretends to kind of help, help and then put him back down. It felt a little slapstick, but also who am I? She's fascinating, though. Like, what's her deal? Like, let's say he, like the, the, the judge said, he is actually this rape alleged rapist Mm. what the hell is she doing there is he paying her uh we know enough that there are women who enjoy a fugitive true ah yeah change him they can change him like it's madness the menendez brothers 
have men went through loads of wives in prison. We also, of course, have our old friend in Holland. Did you see this guy, Jonathan? He's 41. And he has got to stop donating sperm for the love of God. What These men do? scare he's, me. He's been ordered What's to name? stop. His name's Jonathan. Jonathan come a lot. Jonathan has come, yeah. He's um, come too far. Jonathan, zip it up. He's fathered more than 550 children Holy worldwide. shit. Yes. That has to stop. He has been basically told, he's been cautioned, that he would be... Zip your mickey. Up. Oh, they need to play him the voicemail <laughs> from Twink. For anyone who doesn't know what that is, it's too long a story to get into. Uh, iconic in Ireland for any international listeners. Okay, so this guy, he's been told he could be fined more than 100 grand if he tries to donate again. He's been banned from donating to, fer- donating to fertility clinics in the Netherlands since 2017. But that did not put a stopper in his cock. He instead just started to, you know, go on an international tour of coming in sperm banks across Europe. It's, is this, there's a small financial gain here. How much would you get for a jip? Uh, I, I don't know. Like it's, I don't know. Yeah, it's like, do you get, do men get paid for donating their sperm? Maybe donating is the, maybe not. I so mean, what's in it for him? Spreading his seed. I'm going to Google, because in the, the States, I'm nearly positive you get paid. Yeah, I mean, you can sell your fucking eggs in the States and everything, like. Awesome. Um, sperm. In the European Union, only eight countries set compensations for sperm donations. In absolute terms, Greece really at cheap. 200, Germany at 80 to 150. Per go. Let's see, hold on, 10 sperm banks. I, mean, I suppose you could make it a salaried job oh. if you came... Everything. Five days a week for 200 euros. So you're making a grand a week, four in grand Greece. a month. Like it's definitely... You could do it more than once a day. If you hit that's a couple true. Of cl- you could hit three clinics a day. Oh, Jesus. Denmark. Oh your wang would be absolutely raw. Uh, all her. you do is just stay hydrated and eye on the prize. Now, Denmark is one of the meccas of reproductive tourism precisely because of the large number of sperm donors there. Sets the limit at 67.20. Well, Portugal and Spain is between 45 and 55. As well, in Europe. Bulgaria, so. it's just 15 euro. Well, he's not Greece going pays there. 200 quid. You should go to Greece. Greece. Um, but anyway, he is apparently not fucking allowed anymore because obviously the, um, the 550 kids, they kind of call it a, there's a kind of a, a term for it where they basically... It would be a kinship network of hundreds of half-brothers and half-sisters. Awful. And it would be much, much too large um, to proceed uh, all being related to the same man. Disastrous. But it's interesting because the sperm would be like separate, you know, it would be distributed out because it's the European sperm bank you have to get sperm from and you can go on and you can choose people. So and see where they're from. So it's not necessarily all going to the one area. Not it's one not like, a, like obviously like an Irish sperm donor, you would be like... Concerned. You'd be like, you cannot donate to more than two families. No. Mm. Absolutely e- not. Even then, it's still... I think five is the limit. What I understand is when you're, when you're purchasing sperm, which you, it's like a thousand quid for 20 million sperm or something, you have to in Ireland you have to put a hold on that so it can only go to five families I see so you pay for the sperm Mm. and you pay for your like 
your your place your docking your 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 (laughs) rental of that sperm for the time that you and then I think if you if you go through the process and it doesn't work you can release that release the sperm like your docking or whatever and you could go to another family thank god for that okay but it's a lot of fun to go on the European sperm bank and browse for browse for who you'd like yeah the way that's the way we should all be doing it online shopping girls yeah um so he uh, is gorging himself mm-hmm. on uh, paid for wanks. And I'm using that as a tenuous link link to my story about another very large gorge, the Grand Canyon. Oh, I don't know anything about the Grand Canyon. I did not either. And now I'm very obsessed with it. Give us. It is cool. Okay, so the Grand Canyon is in the States. Um, it is has been it's in Arizona um and it's got it's been kind of carved out by the Colorado River okay and it is fierce deep I'd say is it fucking enormous so it so to, you know to look at it it's basically like a massive massive gouged out kind of hole huge hole in the um in landscape. the landscape and so it is 277 miles long. Wow. And up to 18 miles wide at certain points. So just think of that landmass for a minute, right? Would that be across the whole of Ireland or something? No, I'll tell you what it is. It's two meads. That's what you're doing. <laughs> I was trying to find a county because it is basically, um, it is... Two meads. It's two meads put together. It's basically like um, a, a one thousand. It's nearly two thousand square miles. Wow! So basically, mead is like one thousand square miles, okay. uh, roughly. And so the Grand Canyon is just two. It's a hole the size of two meads. Are you saying? Isn't that amazing? Are you saying its length is that, or it's no? The depth. the square. Its whole like uh, the square area. miles. So okay, the entire gotcha. area. No, it's it's longer than it is wide. So it is. She um, says. <laughs> yeah it's actually it's not a chode Sadly. it's actually quite a like a sort of a thin Lengthy. dick it's um 277 miles long so like you know over to over to Galway over yeah. to Cork yeah <laughs> people are scoffing at my geography and it's up to 18 miles wide um so you can stand on one side of it and sort of see at different points you can see the other side of it and stuff like that and it the deepest at its deepest point it is over a mile deep that's three eiffel towers get out yeah that's cool isn't it what's at the bottom well it's um, got like rivers at the bottom and things like that and um, loads and loads and loads of caves. Um, over like in the like last thousands of years, it was inhabited um, by Native Americans who built settlements down in the canyons and in its caves. Um, a lot of like the Pueblo people considered the Grand Canyon to be a holy site, mm. made pilgrimages to it. Like the Ayers Rock of Arizona. Um, indeed, the Hopi tribe considered the Grand Canyon to be a gateway to the afterlife. 
Well, and it fucking certainly would be if you fell down it. Well, I'm, well, I'm going to tell you all about the people who died in it. That's today's chat. But I'll tell you a few more just cool facts about yeah. it. Yeah. So um, we've got a sense of the size. The rock formations are beautiful. It is like lunar, not lunar. It looks like Mars. It's red rock. It's um, carved out over billions of years. Um, the temperatures vary massively. I mean, you think Canyon, Red Rock Desert, Arizona, mm-hmm. but actually like... Um, at its lowest point, the temperature can change dra- dramatically. So there's actually parts of the gorge where the it can fall below freezing in winter. Ooh. And like snowstorms can happen. Yeah. There's another um, big issue, flash flooding. Ooh. Yeah, and if you picture being in a narrow gorge in a canyon and a flash flood comes, you're fucked. Um, that scene in um, The Lion King. Except the stampede is water. <laughs> or that scene in Indiana Jones, except the rolling boulder is, is water. water. Yes, there's many things that... <laughs> <laughs> that are like other things, only different. <laughs> the, the canyon is full of hidden caves, right? So they estimate that there is a thousand caves inside the canyon. Think of it. Two meads. With a thousand caves inside them. You would love a rummage. You'd love a rummage. Only 335 of them have been rummaged. What are they finding? So, Drawings. And they have one single cave that is open to the public. One um, single cave out of a thousand. Yeah, like well, because the Grand Canyon is actually, as we will learn, fucking treacherous. I mean, it definitely seems treacherous. Is it the Grand Canyon where your man had to chew off his arm? Yeah, 30 days and three nights or something. Uh, 127 hours. hours. (laughs) Also very like 30 days and three nights, but less. Much, much less. (laughs) I adore that story, but I don't think it was in the Grand Canyon. But that's Um, where everyone's mind is. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, I don't think it was far from it, but I don't think it was in the Grand Canyon. I think he was bouldering somewhere else. But anyway, probably Colorado. Utah's Canyon lands national park yeah spelunkers would be down there would they yeah um fun, fun to and tourists tourists yeah um, you, you can visit the grand canyon and you can tour it on by mule so with with guides ineffective honestly they are like the mules are better at walking down this thing than humans are Re- like the mountain goats now people hikers do mountain goats, but different <laughs> i'm gonna retire now so meals. <laughs> Please never stop talking. It is a joy. You, it's our greatest support. joy, Jen. Jen O D W Y E R. Making the, the hero. observations and seeing. Making stuff. my way downtown. <laughs> so, so you're on a mule. You've you're got on a Sherpa. Yeah, you're on a mule. You can hike it if you are experienced. So many people who are inexperienced hike it and meet disaster. Um, there's also tons and tons of. Um, uh, Plane and air helicopter tours. Mm, More on right. that again in a minute. What kind of animals would we have there? We definitely have cougars. Yeah. I Let's see. Right. Let's I can't cougars. answer that straight off Not the top. But Not it's top. been a booming tourist destination for absolutely years, right? <laughs> so Grand Canyon animals, the first result is mules. Yeah. <laughs> well, we know that. The bighorn sheep. Mm. The ringtail. Is a mammal of the raccoon family. Cool. Elks, North American rock squirrels. They look like squirrels. 
Chukwalas are lizards, coyotes, cougars, coyotes. and the Grand Canyon rattlesnakes. And it was like, just Chuck Norris's? Just, just, just a, a whole herd of Chuck Norris's down there. Um, so basically, when it was first kind of became a tourist destination, it was before people had cameras, obviously. So there was a pair of brothers who um, had an eye on, um, you know, the kind of trends. And we're like, okay, we're going to set up a photo business on the edge of the Genius. canyon. It's literally Genius. perched on the rim. That's not it there that you showed me. Yeah, it's a kind of structure built onto the side of the canyon rim. I mean, it's just a kind of a house place, but so basically you, you they would make money. The yeah, they'd make money photographing the tourists. And then while they were milling and touristing themselves, the brothers would do a quick, um, you know, process the film, print it out. And so it was like the original, you know, take that terrible picture of you while you're on the roller coaster. When you get off the roller coaster, you can opt to buy that horrendous picture. A great business. Yes. Now, um, the most dangerous animal in the canyon is... a Coyote. No. It's the rock squirrel. Get Really? What's that, rabies or something? So even though they're... Gila monsters and bighorn sheep also live there. I don't know what a Gila monster is, but it's a real badass name. They go hard. Um, visitors are most often bitten by the humble rock squirrel. Little bastards. Um, okay, so if you're driving from the North Rim Visitor Center around to the South Rim Visitor Center, you're driving for four hours. Wow. That's just to like go halfway around the full thing. So it's two meads. It's a lot of squirrels. It's a lot of, lot of meads in the Grand Canyon. Um, okay, nobody is totally sure how old the Grand Canyon is, but it's believed that the Colorado River started carving out the canyon six million years ago. Um, but more recent studies have even suggested it could have been as much as 70 million years ago. Nice. So that's quite a large margin there. I don't know what they... Uh, what they're thinking there with those numbers. The canyon, full of fossils. Yeah, I was just about to Google fossils, Grand Canyon. What are we looking? Now, mammoth? incredibly, no dinosaur fossils have been found. What? Um, because the canyon layers were formed long before dinosaurs worked yeah. washed the earth. Ooh. But they do have fossils of really ancient marine animals yes. that date back to, you ready? 1.2 billion years old. Get them. Isn't that crazy? Because obviously all of that was once water. Yes. You know. Beneath. Yes. Like the Colorado River. And then basically what the kind of process that happened was that the Colorado Plateau started to rise. Yes. And meanwhile, this was getting carved deeper and deeper. Isn't it so cool? There is a town inside the canyon. 208 people live in this town. I would say they might need a bit of Dutch sperm just to diversify the population. need a bit of vitamin D. Like, how do you live in a hole? It's, well, I'd say you get the vitamin D all right. Yeah. Because it is so vast. The sun's getting down there. But I'd be more like, I mean, what's the reception like down there? Probably poor. I would say the streaming, the buffering nightmare uh supai village is the name of that and it's the most remote community in the continental united states i love this mystery i think you're gonna love it too jen because this is like very kind of science mystery so the grand canyon the grand canyon grand canyon displays a geological phenomenon known as the great non-conformity what yes so basically it refers to the fact that there are Rock layers 
that are 250 million years old, lying directly against rock layers that are 1.2 billion years old. Nobody knows what happened to the millions of years of missing layers. Weird. Isn't that really weird? Washed away. But like... So they're directly touching each other? Yeah. So there was there some kind of so movement like, of the, like earthquake levels of, of, of moving, mass moving of... So how of many years... So it again. is a mystery, so I'm not yeah. sure we're going to solve right. it right gotcha. here. We might do. <laughs> Let's just hash it out. Okay. So what you've got is... 250 million year old rocks. Yeah. Like, let's say, near the sort of surface. Okay. Yes. And then you just go down the next layer and it's like, poof, we lost nearly a billion years. There's got to be an error. The ice age. The, the, maybe. It was ice and then it melted. Yes, Cass, that was it's it. It's that age old thing of... It's like the old... Uh, the, that brain. How did he hang himself? Yeah, yeah. He's standing on ice. ice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's got to be that. Yeah. All right, yeah. Nailed it. <laughs> Okay, um, or the old match. Do you remember the match? What was that one? It's a guy, it's a guy locked in a, a concrete cube with no um, doors or windows. How does he get out? He only has a match. Break the match in half. Two halves make a hole. Climb out the hole. Oh, Jesus. So That's irritating. Trickery. It's That's so an irritating. Annoying one. Yeah. That is really, really shit. Okay, I'm sorry. Okay, wait. This is really exciting. Are you ready for this fact? Yeah. yeah. Right. Less people have successfully walked the full length, like hiked the full length of the Grand Canyon, then have walked on the moon. So, wow. So more people have walked on the moon than have managed to hike the length of this thing. Two meads. Two meads. Um, the terrain must be. The terrain is the problem. Unbelievable. Um, remember, it's 277 miles at its long, like long, yeah. it's long. So it is hikeable, absolutely hikeable. But, but it's the terrain and it's just general um, human idiotry. And yeah. we'll talk, there's m- some more about that in a minute. Okay. Um, canyon's still changing shape. That stands to reason. There's a lot of uh, rivers flowing through it. Um, there's wind and rain. It's happening too slowly for us to see, but obviously it is happening. Um there is, um, do you know the creepy um, little stick figure lady in yellow jackets at the moment? Yeah. It, they found a few of those in the canyon. Symbols. No way. Yeah, yeah. Basically like little split twig figurines um, that are in the shapes of like deer and sheep have been discovered in the canyon walls. Oh, wow. And they dating cool. back thousands of years. Yes. Yeah. Jeez Louise. Ancient ritual kind of religious relics and things like that. Um, and um, so last fact before we move on to all the death. Okay. The Federal Aviation Administration in America, which is basically the system in place to govern the skies of America and and um, flight control and to monitor flight paths mm-hmm. only exists because of the Grand Canyon. What? I'll tell you now. And it only exists since the 1950s, which is crazy. But basically, in the 1950s, commercial flying was taking off. And <laughs> <laughs> you were so proud of that one. <laughs> Would you believe it's not even in my notes? I mean, that does, that does just come to me. Um, so in the 1950s, more and more people were flying commercial. And um, 
they like they had sort of air traffic control around um airports and in some regions that would kind of be a large expansive airspace yeah so they were monitoring the kind of takeoff and landings and making sure planes weren't bumping into each other that way but then what would happen was that these commercial planes would enter the kind of like just no man's no man's land of like just keep your eyes peeled there let's make sure we don't bump into anyone and basically what happened was that this tragedy took place in 1956 right over the grand canyon where two commercial planes just Collided in mid-air. Oh dear. A mid-air collision. Spectacle. 128 people dead instantly. And um, There was no survivors. And um, the planes, one of them, well, the, one, the crash kind of looked like was, so they were able to piece it together. For starters, there wasn't a single eyewitness. So it took a while for anyone to be like, wait, two entire plane loads of people have disappeared. And I mean, there was no like satellite, um, you know. Did they not have radar? Yes. But what they would do, this is kind of complicated. I find it kind of hard to understand, but basically they would check in via radio towers. Yeah. And they were in communication with on the ground people at different points. But usually it would be at a point to say we're entering the kind of the no man's land. And they would check back in when they arrive back into monitored airspace. Okay, It's complicated. But basically, um, I don't think that with radar, I don't think radar is what would work. I'm not sure. But whatever happened is they had a phrase for it, which was... um, that they were going into scene, oh, what's it called again? Hang on, let me get it up. When they moved into these kind of like, uh, you know, um, unmonitored airspace, it would be the pilot's responsibility to do what they call maintain separation um, from other uh, aircraft and basically the phrase was see and be seen okay which i mean basically it highlights just how antiquated antiquated just don't be sneaking up on it yeah just everyone eyes yeah. peeled there's two pilots for hey i'm ryan reynolds at mint mobile we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does they charge you a lot we charge you a little so naturally when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you that's right we're cutting the price of mint unlimited from 30 dollars a month to just 15 dollars a month give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch 45 dollars up front for three months plus taxes and fees promote for new customers for limited time unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows full terms at mintmobile.com how would you like to look five years younger in a clinical study People that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volur XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. 
There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Reason you've got the windows. No close friends. And so, yeah, yeah. Mother of Adref. Yeah. And um, so basically what happened with these two flights in 1956 was that they were um, both coming over the canyon. And the thing is, they... I mean, there's a whole, it's a very big, complex story, but basically, like, one of the pilots asked to go higher in altitude, and uh, he wasn't given permission initially, and then he asked if he could do um, a thousand feet over the top, is the phrase used, which basically means you stay a thousand feet over the top of the clouds. Okay. So... What kind of unwittingly happened was that they allowed him gain altitude, which put him on a level with another flight. Oh, dear. As they then entered the no man's land flight zone. And so basically one came in at like kind of about a 20, they think, they believe it was a 25 degree angle onto the behind of the other one. Do you know what I mean? Sort of mounted it. Kind of. And basically the wing of the guy coming up the rear sliced the tail off the first plane. And like they both went into like an absolute death spiral like the one that got its tail cut off just plunged directly nose down into the canyon yes and the other one because it had taken the tail off it had only one wing left so it went into a a horizontal death spiral and they both like disintegrated on impact and um like very little of the actual planes were recovered um and as i said there was no um eyewitnesses like they hit the ground at more than 700 feet per second unbelievable so that's like traveling at nearly 500 miles per hour they slammed into the canyon um in two quite i mean the the crash landing sites were sort of far apart as well and um like yeah it was only that they started to piece together that like people hadn't landed so that is how it came to be that the entire um like airspace above the United States is now like closely monitored as is the whole world but isn't that crazy that's not even the only mid-air collision and also when you think about the flight path of these so one was going to uh, Chicago I think one was going to Kansas so like if you think of the entire airspace two meads two single planes flying over it on this one morning, the fact that they actually crossed paths is like very unlikely, very unlikely isn't it? And it's not even the only mid-air collision. I did go on to a little sidebar. Did of, it have anything to do with the fact that they were over the Grand Canyon? Was there some disruption in, they couldn't, you know what I mean? Was the Grand Canyon sort of responsible? Well, the one thing they said about it potentially being kind of responsible was that they said, because commercial flying was still so new, like, people like wanted to be showed a good time kind of of. course and so flying over the canyon would have been amazing yeah yeah and they think that it's very possible that the pilots deviated slightly from their flight route just to kind of show them different angles of the canyon and stuff which is mad and also could have accounted for them um not uh seeing the other plane in time what they think happened was that there was like these cumulus clouds in like a huge like two thousand foot stack and they would avoid those clouds obviously because in the clouds there's like rain and turbulence and all kinds of stuff and also poor visibility okay and they think with the weather on that day that they think these this cloud stack 
was really high and the planes were obviously navigating around them so what they think really happened was say like plane on the left is coming up the left hand side of one of these colossal Tracks. cloud towers that are completely dense and impossible to see through plane on the right's coming literally around the other side of it and just boom it's just crazy totally crazy okay let's talk about how many people have died in the Grand Canyon yeah okay. <laughs> What were you about Did to you be also like? say that? No, just the yay. yay. I thought you also said yay. And no. I was like, together. <laughs> but no, you were no. like, no. no. Okay. Okay. Mind. Interested. So- but interested but not thrilled mm-hmm. okay um so this is only as far as we know um back to the 1800s so we only have a few centuries of on record deaths but we think about 900 people have died in the grand canyon and the leading cause of death is does anyone want to guess um dehydration, dehydration. you guys are so smart but no uh, wait second guess losing limbs yes for, uh, like broken a limb and stranded which would probably be dehydrated so heat stroke no oh god no. go bigger Squ- go bigger guys boulder cancer <laughs> cancer <laughs> uh, puts right. the cancer in canyon drowning uh, airplane and helicopter crashes. Oh, oh you're no way. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. Of course, my mum would done a her- helicopter tour around the Grand Canyon. I now fucking wouldn't. Definitely not. So not after reading happening? this. Okay, so basically we'll go into each one, but I'll tell you the kind of the breakdown of deaths, right? Leading cause, airplane and helicopter crashes. Second down we have, yes, falling from cliffs. Very common. Then we have like environmental deaths. No, no. So far away. Uh, overheating. Okay, yeah, drowning. Um, and then, uh, so what we have is an average of about 11 people dying every year in the Grand Canyon, okay? That's not as, that's not as many as I would have thought. Mm. I thought you'd be averaging one a day. They've also just found loads of random skeletons down the bottom of the canyon. Naturally. Yes. I mean, great. I wonder how many people, bodies are thrown off the Grand Canyon. Well, we'll talk about that. Like disposed of. Like, like murder victims yeah. who were just like... I can tell you very specifically about one shortly. Oh, yes. Okay, no, so ex- here we go. We're not glib. Um, aerial deaths are by far the biggest killer in the Grand Canyon. We have, of the 900, 379 of them have been through um, uh, helicopter or plane accidents. So obviously we've already talked about the unbelievable mid-air collision of two commercial airliners. So 128 people died everyone on board both those planes and um they ba, 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 skip down because we've already talked about that and um, there is also so many flights over the canyon um at all times right commercial tourist flights over the grand canyon occur at a rate of about two flights per minute wow so if you think about it an area the size of two meads you have flights, two flights taking off every minute. So to go and look at it. Oh, that was going to be my follow-on question. Yeah. So they're not going. So the commercial flights, plane flights, or they're tourist tourists. They're specifically tourists. Yeah, they're okay. like flight tours. Yeah, 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 yeah. And so basically, um, like they've like they have cut off some areas of the canyon that planes can't fly over, but the canyon is so huge, and there's basically tons and tons of other places the tour companies can fly over. But if you think of two flights taking off every minute in a small area, 
I mean, that's a lot of that's, that's a, a lot, lot of things of, in the sky. That's a lot of things in the sky. There's also some of the kind of geographic stuff, like hot air in the canyon mixes yes. with cold air from the plateaus above, creating a lot of wind and dangerous flying conditions. Yeah, yeah I mean, you can basically picture it as like a scooped out hole, exactly. and like air is being pushed down it and like up again and up again quite violently. Also. There's a lot of inexperienced tour operators. So most of the accidents have happened with tour companies. They fly into the canyon um, and... Um, you can see that so, can't you? You'd be like, my dream is to become a pilot. Oh. And then you're like, do you know what? I, I don't want get to do gig. all the work. Yeah. I'll just head down and do a season. You have season air piloting as well, I'm sure. Oh dear. What are do they doing during the summer? You know what I mean? Pilot in the drugs summer. Drugs probably. Drugs yeah. in the winter. Yeah. Meth, yeah. Head back down. Do a few helicoptering. Okay. Falls. So we have. Trip of the 900. Fall. We have 198 people have falled. Died by falling. Any of them posing for selfies at the oh, time? Oh yes. Here oh, we go. This is So the falls favorite. that happen are. Falls from the actual rim. The ledge. Okay. Being rimmed by the canyon, basically, is what's happening there. Falls from within the canyon, so because you've got loads and loads of Debris. miles and miles of canyons and rocks and boulders and everything down inside it. And then there is suicide. Okay, so they believe there's been about 60 falls from the ledge, the rim, remember? Accident. Um, Trip the, and fall just before the ridge. So, just many. Like so here we've lower. got. What we have is the list of reasons for people falling from the ledge, taking selfies up top. Next up, we have horsing around. Next up, being drunk. Play acting. Next up, acting the maggot. People just acting the maggot. Next one is urinating into the canyon, which would be your first impulse. If I was had a penis and was met with, or even that, yes. And then also this one, uh, people have fallen from the ledge uh, because they've been standing up from just having sat on the edge and they're a bit unsteady. And so here we have an exam- few examples, right? One father was playing a prank on his daughter. No. And pretended to jump off the ledge into no. the canyon. He Forgetting. really committed to the prank because he planned to land on a ledge that was just a few feet below the rim, missed the ledge, plunged to his death. Oh my Obviously. God. This is absolutely brilliant. So one guy was taking a photo of a place, a a little building called the Bright Angel Lodge. Okay. So he was facing the lodge with his back to the canyon and he kept backing up to get a wider angle for his shot until he just stepped over, stepped backwards over the edge. People Um, really and truly. mm, Silly Billy. Silly, silly Billy. Then we have falls from within the canyon. Um, So again, these are people who are hiking, canyoneering or mining. And also just people, a lot of them are hikers who just scrambled off the main so trail. Would there be a bit of gold in them there hills? I would could there? not tell you. I'm not sure. Cool. Some of the, so some of the examples are like a dad was hiking with his 13 year old daughter on one of the trails and he turned around and she was just gone. Oh, for God's what? sake. Yeah. And so she'd basically somehow fell off the trail and the drop was 177 feet. Oh my God. Yes. Please. Um, this was a, there was an amazing woman right in 2018 Iona Hoshioda who was from um, Romania and she was trying to become the 16th person to hike the length of the canyon mm. so do you remember um, like 
more Less people have walked the on moon. the moon yeah. than done that. She was only 24. Listen to this. She had two college degrees, spoke wow. four languages. My God. Um, she would have become the youngest person to accomplish this feat. And um, no. she had just gotten married. What and she was her? so close to accomplishing her goal. When she literally just put a foot wrong on the oh. trail, a rock slipped out from under oh. her foot and she fell 300 feet. Oh my God. She was only 80 miles short of completing, of completing it. Jesus. I'm just looking at this. That says that the length of the can- Grand Canyon is 800 miles. But Wikipedia says its length is 277 miles. But I wonder is if... she's doing the full loop or something? Well... No, it seemed to be the length. Let me just go back to it and have a little triple check. The length. But what it is, maybe the hike might be like considerably longer than yeah. the actual as the crow flies length. So exactly. that might be the discrepancy there. Right. Suicide. Oh, We've lost oh. about 75 people um, to suicide at the Grand Canyon. Um, generally, they are jumping off the ledge, oh, driving dear. off the ledge, yeah. jumping off bridges. And there's also been a gunshot. Um, so, um, a gunshot now, that's really, you're just making sure. Yes, yeah. you are. Oh, God, you yeah. Would, you would be. There's actually been 13 incidents of people driving their vehicle off the ledge. And is anything coming to mind, guys? Any pop culture visual of this? Thelma and Louise. Exactly. So, three of these people driving their vehicle off the ledges occurred in one year, <gasps> in 1993. The film came out in 1991 and the movie's final scene, the two, Thelma and Louise, uh, drive their vehicle off the ledge of the canyon and obviously it's a very iconic final scene of a movie. Um, It was shot um, in Utah, not at the Grand Canyon and um, so three in one year is kind of a high incidence Um, and they know that at least one of the women who drove her vehicle off the ledge had watched that movie over 50 times what the fuck isn't that mad her name was patricia astolfo and she drove her vehicle off the ledge however it got high centered on a rock so basically it was tilting on a rock but didn't quite have the momentum to get fully off the ledge yeah so then she got out of her vehicle and walked to the ledge and jumped only she then landed on another ledge. My God. 15 feet below. She was injured. She crawled to another ledge and jumped. Only didn't she no. land again on another ledge. No, only no. 25 feet below. Punishing. Still determined. She crawled to another ledge and this time fell the fatal 75 feet. Fucking Do you know what that reminds me of? And this is pure darkness. But also this is what we do here. Do you remember the episode of Jam where... There was like a guy who wanted, I don't even know if I can actually go through with saying this. It's a really, it was a sketch on Jam, Chris Morris's old show. And he wanted to die by suicide, Mm -hmm. um, but he didn't have a building high enough. So instead of jumping off the 50th floor, he was going to jump off the first floor 50 times. And it's just one of the dark. It's dark. It's dark. I don't know why I brought That's it up. Your sketch. Every time I talk about jam, I just get myself into these knots of into like, it was jam. a different time, guys. It was a different time. We thought, it, we laughed about a lot of weird stuff back then. Okay. This is a really disturbing um, 
incident of suicide that took place in the canyon, all right? This is a person, right, was on an aerial tour of the canyon with like a whole bunch of tourists. Okay. He was a tourist. They oh, were going no. up in a helicopter. He and didn't. this guy jumped out of the helicopter. Hell, so. Just in the middle of the tour. Now, that's sketchy there because there's a chance that someone will grab a hold of you. Oh. And you're taking someone with you. Absolutely. Not ideal. No, no. I mean, don't, I'm not, don't do it full stop. Reach yeah. out. There's help. Samaritans.ie. But also don't do it uh, where you're also going to potentially draw other people oh, into the yeah. scenario. Just don't do it full stop. Guys, don't. Yes. Um, so then there's kind of environmental causes. So uh, in this category, we've had, as you guys guessed, dehydration. Yes. Um, a cardiac arrest, usually from heat or overexhaustion or dehydration. There has been starving from being lost. Oh, yes. Oh, freaky. That's a long time. That's to a wait. long time because you can survive for about two, three weeks, exactly. Yeah. If, you've got, if you've got water. Which you do if you're by the river. Um, yeah. You can freeze. Yes. Flash floods. That. Yeah. Lightning oh. strikes. Really? What? I know. I know. I'll tell you about that in a sec. Um, and also, you can die from drinking too much water. Hypo hydration. Exactly. Um, so so a lot of hiking fatalities, mostly from people who are hiking alone and get stranded. And they either die from being dehydrated or starving to death um, because no one knew where the fuck they were in the canyon. Um, they've often kind of wandered from established trails and got lost. Um, often people who are lost in the canyon basically have to make a... They're between a rock and a hard place in terms of the decision to either go further down into the canyon where they know they can get water from the river and yes. survive until someone can find them or, or attempt to climb out of the canyon with little to no water or certainty of finding a good trail. Like you could just yeah. be going up a trail like that leads choice. to a 200 foot rock slab wall. Do you exactly. know what I mean? And um, there's been multiple uh, just skeletons found in the canyon with no kind of idea. Once they found... Um, a skeleton with a note, four days without food or water, oh. lost. Oh, God. The end. Then, as we said, you can also die from the drinking too much water because people are like, you know, so um, hyper-focused on not becoming dehydrated that they forget to eat and balance out the sodium in their bloodstream. So now the park heartily recommends bringing water and salty snacks um, so that they can keep the sodium levels good. Then there's the flash floods and lightning strikes. So flash floods are, as Jen um, pointed out earlier, you're very much like a stampede of animals but it's actually water instead of animals um, and then so I mean like in 1997 uh, in September um, September 11 <gasps> 1997 two people were drowned in a flash flood mm. and then one hour later lightning struck two other people on the south rim God was angry isn't that, that mad the lightning they strike people survived the others did not is white water rafting a thing there Never mind. I don't think that's not on that stretch. Okay. Um, But I'm not sure. I can't say for certain. Don't know. Lightning strikes on average 25,000 times a year at the Grand Canyon. Oh. That's two meads, remember. Something to do with the whole. (laughs) For anyone who doesn't live in Ireland, just look up meads on the Irish map. It's one of our smaller counties, but beautiful. 100 people um, of the 900 have drowned in the Colorado River. Oh, here you are. Yeah. River rafters. People drown trying to cross the river before the bridges were built. They literally drown while trying to take a little cool off dip. Um, The most famous drowning deaths of the Grand Canyon were 
Bessie and Glenn Hyde, a married couple, newlyweds, who back in the 1920s decided to raft the river and they wanted to establish the fastest time rafting through the canyon, which is very fucking cool. And Bessie would have also become the first woman to raft through the canyon. But they never made it. They disappeared and the bodies were never found. What now? That was 1928, okay? Cut to 1971. So what have we got? Maths. 30, 33 years later? 1928. To 1971. Is like 43 years later? Is it 40 or 30? 40. 40. 40. 40. Great. 43 years later, right? In 1971, there's a river rafting guide telling his tour group about Bessie and Glenn. And an older woman in the group said she was Bessie. <gasps> what? No. And she said she murdered Glenn and fled the canyon, going off to create a new life for herself. Can I just give you a visual of Bessie and Glenn? Don't they look like an ad for Spotlight Oral Care? They have crazy (laughs) white teeth. They're They're very handsome. Handsome couple. But they also look very similar. Well, yes, a lot of doppelbangers are that way. Oh, you would say that, of course. Oh, it's normal. It's fine. Yeah, it's grand. (laughs) So, hang on. Why the fuck was she back admitting to murder? Maybe she just was like, you know what, I got away with it and I want to brag. And she's back doing the rafting. Doing the rafting 40 years later. So what, was she arrested? Um, So, no. (laughs) But a few years after that, a skeleton was found in the old, do you remember I told you about the lads who set up the photo lab? Yeah. The yeah. Kalb brothers. A skeleton was found in that house. Sorry. On the south rim. But that was at top. Yeah. The, no skeleton should have been like, no one was lost and starving up in the house. So It was who a skeleton. Was and they believed that the skeleton, lots of people believed the skeleton was Glenn, the husband. And that, that the Kalb brothers, the photography brothers, had killed him 50 years earlier. For why, I wonder? And had hidden them in their own gaff and not just fucked them off the canyon. Like, Yeah, which is just a weird flex. Like, you have yeah. a whole bin. You have a skeleton bin on your doorstep. It, no one's going to find him. Yeah. They will, however, find him in your spare room. Okay, I have a final kind of miscellaneous list of other things. And then I just need to quickly tell you about a murder. Yeah. Real quick, real quick. Yeah. I'm sorry. Um... No, this is great. This is, I love these. Okay, Grant, a few. Other miscellaneous uh, causes of death in the canyon. We have had 39 people murdered. Okay. We have people getting crushed by falling rocks. Naturally. Natural or detonated. Whoops. We have cliff jumping into shallower than expected water. Yeah, I can see that. Base jumping, eating poisonous plants, getting crushed by a mule. <laughs> of all the things. Wait a minute. You come all that way. Seeing a rattlesnake. No. He did not get bit, but died from surprise. Um, (laughs) You have to laugh. I definitely now, I'm like, no aerial tours, fuck no. And I'm definitely not getting near a mule. No. No way. What I would do, however, is take a picture in the gaff. The lads. I would get my picture taken at the edge. Oh, God. At the Why? edge of the Grand With Canyon. the two brothers. They are in control. They're yeah. dead. They're long dead. The Cole brothers. Oh, sorry. You're t- everyone's taking their own pictures now. They oh, went out yeah, of business. sure. Everyone has an iPhone. Uh, everyone's a photographer now. <laughs> okay, so there, as I said, there's actually 39 different murders that took place in the canyon, but I'm only going to tell you about one. 
All right. So let me tell you about a little man that we like to call Steve. Craig. Robert. Robert. (laughs) (laughs) Never know. I could could have said that. I'd love to know how many murderers were called Steve. Loads. It seems like not a very murder name, you know, murdery. Steve. Steve. He's a nice guy. He's like in in, uh, Sex and City. Steve. 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 Robert, I I would have felt you could trust no, um, however. No, Robert was a serial killer. Ah. Yeah. So, um, here we go. Which one will I tell you about first? I'll tell you about the Grand Canyon one. Okay. Canyon Bobby. So, here we go. In 1993, um, Robert and his wife were having a little tour, you know, around the Grand Canyon, taking a look-see, Normal. when Robert shoved his wife off the ledge. Right. Um. No wow. witnesses. Oh. He reported it as very an accidental fall. Yeah. Do you remember, remember when Janine pushed genders. Barry down the hill? Ah, yeah. I, mean, I always think about if I'm going to do a murder, absolutely that is what I'm going to do. Like, I feel like you need to pick an activity that is just a hair's breadth away from an ac- obvious accident. Yeah. And just allow it to happen. However, that might be. Let the cards fall where they may. Exactly. Just if you brush a little bit too closely past someone on a ledge. You know. You know, who's to say that isn't a terrible accident? Or that couldn't have happened. But people get caught with that kind of stuff, you know, don't they? Well, there's a lot of CCTV nowadays. So everyone really do be mindful about where you're murdering people. I still stand by that there's a method for murder that we haven't figured out yet. Because there's got to be people getting away with it. There's somebody who's just so good at it. With women getting away with it. Okay, so I tell you a bit about Robert, right? Because that was not Robert's first rodeo. How did Robert get done for that murder? Eventually. How was it proven? Well, obviously, if we know about it, Jen. How was it proven? I'll tell you. I'll tell you. So that was not Robert's first rodeo. It was not Robert's first wife either. Oh, and it wasn't Robert. Robert's first dead wife. So Robert, Robert, Robert. Robert was born in 1933, okay? And he uh, was born in... Um, Iowa in Des Moines, Iowa, which makes me think he might have been a peer of Bill Bryson. Mm. They look alike. They're probably about the same age. Interesting. I'd love to just know Bill. Do you know Bob? Anyway, so by the um, late 1970s, Robert had moved to Colorado um, with his wife, Nancy, and they had been married for like, like nearly two decades. They'd been married for years, okay? And they had two teenage kids, a daughter and a son. So anyway, one morning, December 30th, just after Christmas, Robert said to Nancy, I have a surprise for you down in the basement. It was just after Christmas. It tracks. It could have been a Christmas surprise. Um, He brought her down there, shot her in the head with a rifle. No revolver. (sighs) Then he went upstairs and shot his kids. Oh, my God. Yeah. He shot Susan dead and David um, was kind of very injured. So he finished him off with a pillow. Then this is very egregious. Then Robert altered the scene to make it appear that his wife had shot their children and then herself. Um, And so um, what's interesting is. At one point, when they were having their children, they lived in Littleton, Colorado, which is where Columbine took place. Um, Never not shoehorning that into an episode. Um, So anyway, uh, they had in the basement, um, he had slumped Nancy over a typewriter. um, 
with a suicide, a typewritten suicide note in the typewriter, signed yeah. just with her initial. I mean, I think a typed suicide note sus. is so always going to be sus. Like but a suicide email. <laughs> yeah. A suicide email, exactly, yeah. A suicide Facebook status. So anyway, basically, he was 45 at the time. He said to authorities like that him and his wife had been having marital problems. He'd been having an affair with his co-worker, Sharon. Um, he told them that he had left the house very early in the morning and had only returned after the bodies had already been discovered, though his stories did change between interviews. And he was also given two separate polygraph tests in which his answers were deemed to be inconclusive about whether or not he had played any part in the murders. Um, they found gunshot residue on his right palm. <laughs> and yet, despite all of that, within three weeks, the... Colorado coroner had closed the case, said, yep, yeah, it was a murder-suicide, nothing to see here. <sighs> Robert was free. And that Robert was free. He went on to marry Sharon. They moved into the house where he had killed his family. Oh, God. He and Sharon loved hiking. She even, this is random, wrote a book about her experiences hiking in the Grand Canyon. Then they started to not get on, possibly because... Sharon was married to a sociopathic murderer. And um, Sharon started to get a bit paro about Robert in yeah. general and had told friends that she started to think Robert was out to get her. So kind, less than 10 years after they had first gotten together, um, they were divorced in 1988, okay? That's when Robert never in any problem like with the ladies. He has netted his third wife, Donna. And again, they're living in Colorado in the 90s. And Donna was a very active lady, aerobics instructor. She had five grown-up children and loads of grandchildren. Um, and she did not share Robert's love of hiking because she was afraid of heights. And apparently this lack of love of hiking led to marital problems. And in um, 1993, in a bid to save their marriage... They were going hiking, backpacking like, in the Grand fine. Canyon. I'll try it. Uh-huh. Yeah. And that's when... Um, fucking killed her. Later that day, Robert appeared alone at the ranger station in the Grand Canyon and calmly told the ranger that his wife had fallen to her death. He explained that they had stopped to take a picture on the trail and when he looked back, she was gone. Sure. Um, the rangers located Donna's body 160 feet below the trail and... Um, Autopsy concluded she had fallen, you know, injuries through her fall. Um, Robert was never implicated in his wife's death because it was ruled an accident. He also drew a lot of national attention, giving a lot of interviews on various TV shows. Um, pretending to be a grieving husband and discussing his wife's accidental death and using it to raise awareness of dangers of hiking in the Grand Canyon. Robert continued to backpack the canyon with a variety of partners several times a year. Then... So after Donna had died, didn't him and Sharon do a little rekindle? His second wife came back on the Sharon, scene. No. Until she tragically was found dead in 1994. In the bottom um, of the canyon? She was lying in bed, unresponsive, next to a bottle of Tylenol. Hmm. Hmm. The death was never investigated by law enforcement, even though now Robert has three and three dead wives. And two dead children. So Robert at this point has killed... He got 20 grand payout from Sharon's insurance policy. He's killed five people. 
He's killed five people. That's insane. So he was still roaming the canyon, going on his little pleasure hikes for years, right? Until in 1999, um, investigators from the National Park Service linked in with investigators from Arizona and Colorado, who all then started to start talking and Mm. comparing notes and linking these cold case homicides that were all in their separate jurisdictions. And so basically, um, they... It was a big team effort. The FBI got involved, Center for the Analysis of Violent Crime, the National Park Service, all of them started comparing notes. And um, so they started to um, see that Robert had spent a significant amount of time living in different parts of Colorado. And um, one, um, one lead that the FBI got was an interview with a woman who had been living in the same town and she contacted the FBI a few weeks after her interview and said it's weird Robert sent me a letter saying he has terminal cancer and so basically that kind of put a fire under them they were like this is it we've got to get this guy if he's terminal we need a confession so they got um Robert in for a chat they approached him at his home. He agreed to do an interview at the local sheriff's office in Apero County in Colorado. So they did the first um, interview and um, Robert said, he well, Robert seemed to believe that investigators wanted, um, they basically accused him of the crime. And then they told him, that the reason they wanted to interview him was not just because he was a murderer, but that he was a really super cool, special, unique murderer. And so they said they that FBI profilers wanted to study him. So they were kind of like playing to his um, narcissism in that respect. So they confronted him with the, the 1978 murders of his wife and children. And um, at the end of the interview, um, Robert basically said... Um, because he thought he was um, only being interviewed about one of the murders. He basically said, you're naming too many murderers. You're naming too many murders. Mm. And then he left um, the interview after agreeing that he would come in the next morning to resume the interview. And basically the investigative team had absolutely no hope that he would return not realizing that he was just such a fucking attention seeker he was only dying to come back in and chat all about himself and so during the second interview he just told the investigators that like when he was married to nancy he fell in love with sharon shot nancy and the two kids to be with sharon then he described smothering his son and he strongly denied being involved in the uh, overdose of Sharon in 1994 and refused to discuss um, Donna's death in the Grand Canyon because he was afraid that her surviving children would uh, launch a civil suit um, and and get him that way. Um, but um, he Darkness. basically, this is how they finally got him, right? They said to him, they were like, if you only killed your family, then that does not a serial killer make, my friend. And so then there was a little bit of a period of silence in which Robert was like, but I want to be that really super cool, special, unique serial killer. And he said, well, then I guess you've got your serial. Um, and then he described how he masterminded the Grand Canyon murderer and pushed on over the edge when she was facing him. But when she was facing him. Dark, oh, my God. Entity. So he, um, to avoid a possible death sentence, 
um, Robert, who was terminally ill with cancer, as he had told that neighbour, pled guilty um, to first degree murder for killing his third wife and also admitted to the killing of his first wife and his two children. He was sentenced to life imprisonment without without parole and he died while in custody. Good God. Thrilling. Guys. I'm Thank sorry, you. that episode was as big as the Grand Canyon. It was no. so fascinating, Trilling. though. Uh, thank you very much, Sophie. Thank you, listeners. Off we... we go to the hive next. Ooh, we've got some hives. I've got Ooh. trouble in Dallas Zoo and a fucking red flag in a local aquarium. Oh, no. And I have um, unrest at the uh, National Satan Conference, which believe. <laughs> oh, fuck oh. me. I need to hear it right. Bye. Bye. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volur XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you.